Welcome to the Glacial Multimedia Podcast Series. The Glacial Multimedia Podcast Series is dedicated to providing internet marketing education to physicians for better business development and overall patient communication. Welcome to the Glacial Multimedia Podcast Series. Um, today we are joined by Dr. Anish Kapoor from iMedicWare. Hey. And we're here to talk about the integrations between iMedicWare, Glacial Multimedia, and some of the MD Prospects uh, integrations as well. Anish, welcome. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. I appreciate you getting this all together today. We are actually um, broadcasting right outside of Philadelphia, and yeah. um, so we're both in different locations than normal. Yeah, we, we chose a neutral ground. We got sure. yeah. some neutral ground. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Thanks again for setting this all up. The place is wonderful. No, no, no problem at all. Um, so tell me a little bit about iMedicWare and how you became focused on the field of ophthalmology. Um, well, so kind of the uh, the overarching story starts with uh, my father. My father, uh, Arun Kapoor, is uh, the CEO and uh, president of iMedicWare. And, uh, you know, his background, so in a former life, former company, uh, he's actually responsible for creating uh, the IP address management system of the internet wow. and the, the DHCP system. So what that kind of means in a nutshell is that uh, when you connect to a Wi-Fi network and you get an IP address and then another person connects to that Wi-Fi network, um, they get a different IP address and the whole internet doesn't like fold and you know crumble upon itself. Well, wow, so he started all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also like when you go to a website like google.com or yahoo.com back in the day when the internet was first founded you had to know actually the ip address of every server and if that server was full of connections you had to know like the next google server's number and the next one and the next right. one then he kind of sorted out how they just auto do that so um what happened was back in 2005 uh he had a group of friends who were multi-specialty ophthalmologists in new jersey and um they took him to aao he thought he was getting a free trip he he, they took him to AAO instead. Um, and <laughs> what happened was they told him to walk around, and they said, look, we know you don't know anything about ophthalmology, but we want you to look at all these EMR systems because we need to buy one and tell us what's wrong with all these, these next gens, these next techs, these everything. It's just like what's wrong with your architecture? And he wrote out, down a whole list, and then they gave him a list saying here's what's wrong with them from an ophthalmology point of view. And he said, okay, all right, let's do this. So they came together. They were the medical side. He was the technical side, and they made iMedicWare. So they basically started building a software. Yeah, right from there. Right from the start there. Yep. And how about how long did that take? Uh, about a year before they uh, got say. the first sites. Out. Uh, so I think the first people kind of went live in 2006, and ever since then it's been, you know, skyrocketing through all the practices and surgery centers. So we're in you know places from one doc practice in the middle of nowhere, um, all the way up to. 30, 40, 50 doctor practices, all the way to places like Tufts University, which, uh, you know, up at Tufts in Boston, the entire ophthalmology department, which is all 70 physicians there, they all use iMedicWare. So. Well, I want to ask a question because I think a lot of our practices that don't know you guys would want to know the answer to this. And just give us the basic components of the system. I mean, I know that you have some ability to serve optometry and ophthalmology. Right. Um, is there a practice management software involved that connects to the EHR? Um, just give me a little overview of kind of the stereo system chart. Yeah, well, um, that's a great question. So the, the whole thing is integrated in one place. So you get your practice management system and your EMR system along with your optical shop. And we even have a monitoring system so I can tell, you know, how long every uh, you know each patient has spent 
know, in every single room or every single stage of their visit. I can get, you know, really detailed efficiency matrix, uh, uh, metrics, rather, and then all sorts of numbers and, and, and everything else that compare to both. So instead of you having to buy a separate PM system and a separate uh, EMR, it's all in one place, and there's no separate logins or anything else, so it's really easy for the practices. That's great. Thanks for sharing that with us. Yep. So, you know, also for our listeners, I just kind of wanted to, you know, kind of go on record with, with the reason that Glacial was very interested in working with iMedicWare was that we have a very similar focus, you know, and that focus is ophthalmology. And people always ask, well, when are you guys going to do something out of ophthalmology? And while it's been 16 years, <laughs> we're still doing what we do in ophthalmology, right. but we've yet to find a good practice management software, EMR company. We've been knocking on doors literally for almost 10 years now. Being the little guys out there, you know, we could never get anybody's attention. It was really frustrating. And I, and I just got to say, right from the start of this relationship, you guys have been responsive. We have weekly calls. Yep. And we're, we want to do what's right for our customers. Exactly. You know, I think we both to. feel that if we take care of the needs of the customer, then everybody's going to be happy. I, I completely agree. And I, I think one thing that we both do very, uh, you know, both of our companies do very well is that we don't see ourselves as vendors. Um, I've always viewed vendor as kind of like a, a bad word. And, or like, you know, somebody says like, oh, like you, you're a rep for them. Like, what? No, first off, I'm a doctor. But second off, like, <laughs> like second off, like I'm not here as a, as like a, a rep or a vendor. I'm not here to sell you anything. Like I want to, us to enter into a partnership. And I do this with almost all the practices. I know you guys do too. Where like, we become their technology partner. So, like, they yeah. can come to us for other things. Like, it's not going to be just about the thing that we're selling. We're just selling. not trying to sell them something. Exactly. I was um, last year going house to house on my city council campaign, and I knocked on the door of a doctor from Maine Medical Center. Gotcha. And we got on the topic of Epic and EHR and everything, and she was like, you know, my husband went into business to take care of people and to take care of patients, and he spends more time in that EMR system than he does with his patients. And He's just frustrated with it, you know, and that right. to me at that point, I was like, well, we got to start to make these things more efficient for our clients. I want my ophthalmologist clients to take care of their patients every day. That's what they do. That's what they love. I don't want them grumpy because they got to go deal with the EMR system. Exactly. So. And, and it's a chart. Like, and, you know, and I was like, you know, when I get when I'm talking to people, I always say, like, this is a chart note, right? Like, it shouldn't be that complicated. It should be that straightforward and it should be that quick and easy, if not more. You know, it should be a magic automated version of what you already had. Like, if we look at all these other devices, we all have smartphones and, you know, laptops and tablets. Like, we're not saying, like, I wish I had, like, a really, you know, simplified version of these things. Like, they're supposed to make us faster and better. You know? Absolutely. So I want to get a little bit into the meat of the matter here and um, start talking about some of the main components of the integration that we have planned for MD Prospects and iMedicWare. You know, obviously, you know, reducing redundancies, and we'll get into what that means in a little bit. But um, I just want to kind of get into the nuts and bolts of why this is important. Um, do you think you could take a stab at, at letting everybody know what's going on with this? Yeah, I mean, I think that it's really important because, like, now their practice management, like, has a built-in lead management system as well. So, like, and you know, currently what a lot of practices are doing is, you know, they have marketing people and administrators and the they're a little bit separated, but then at the same time, like th things are not always kept in sync. Like they have to enter things into the practice management system, then into whatever they're doing for lead generation, and then they have to kind of reconcile between the two. When really, this kind of does it all automatically. That's exactly what we mean by reducing redundancies. For years, the biggest objection to MD prospects was, "Well, that's going to mean double data entry." 
And, you know, we heard this time and time again. And, and our attitude at the time was, well, you should do it anyway, even though you have to do double data entry. You should be, do it anyway. Because you're still tracking your leads. I mean, you need like, to track yeah. the leads. You, you can improve your conversion rates. But we felt bad. I mean, we were like, yeah, you know, we wish we could do it. And we, and we tried. We talked to a lot of different companies about it. And um, we just really weren't able to make a huge amount of headway with the, with the giant companies out there. So we're excited about this. We can now tell our clients, guess what? You don't need to have double data entry. That lead will come in through the website into MD Prospect, and it'll go right into the iMedicware system. It's right. going to be very smooth. Exactly. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for talking about that. Um, so if a patient comes in for a screening and they do not commit, um, they enter MD Prospects, and then they begin part of what we call the, the educational spectrum process. Let's talk a little bit about our systems are actually going to communicate. Right. You know, so what's going to happen is the lead's going to come in. iMedicware is going to know about it. If they become a patient, um, iMedicware is going to talk back to MD Prospects. That's a really cool feature. Can you elaborate a little bit on that? Yeah, so basically, like, you're never going to have to, like, if, let's say, like, a patient cancels by calling the front desk, like, MD Prospects is going to be automatically be updated. So we, we send the, uh, you know, the signals back and forth. And, you know, if a lead gets generated and then that becomes a patient, it'll go from MD Prospects back to iMedicware. So now you don't have to, like, look for a marketing report and then a canceled no-show report and then, like, you know, reconcile them yourselves. You'll be able to get all of it in one place. That, that's um, amazing. Yeah. And then on top of that, um, you know, the workflow, like whatever works best for the office is really kind of catered in this, um, you know, this relationship. So if they're more used to entering things into MD Prospects, um, you know, in one department, but another department's, you know, very much with the uh, works with the practice management system of iMedicware, it doesn't make a difference because it's all going to sync back That's and amazing. forth. That's amazing. So there's no no. Uh, I think I think what we work. see a lot is with MD Prospects, we see people in the lead status, we see people in the consultation status. The coordinator is usually pretty good about updating the statuses in MD Prospects with that. But I, I think we're going to see in the conversion area, the practice actually does the conversion data input in iMedicware or you know in the EMR system. Right. And then that's great because then. You know, we really need to get that back to MD Prospects for it to complete its mission. Yeah. You know, which is to talk about did that patient that came in through a particular type of marketing convert? Right, exactly. And when they see that status in iMedicware, it also gets the staff and everybody um, a little bit more, like, you know, with, when they are booking that patient, they know, okay, like this is somebody who was referred by this person. This is somebody who came in through the website. This is somebody like, you know, so that they know right then and there. Sources. Exactly. Yeah. Like what's going on. Yeah. So um, why is this good for ophthalmologists? Well, I think ophthalmology has a, you know, a huge area where both referrals and, um, you know, lead generation is key. I mean, you look at LASIK, you look at, you know, a, a premium lenses. Premium cataract surgery. Exactly. You look at, like, all, all of these, like, cash or, you know, like, non-insurance uh, biz, uh, parts of the business, and that is where, you know, you have to – also play the game and do marketing. I mean, you have to be able to capture those patients and bring them into your clinic or somebody else will, you know, and that's really like where I, I think that this is, you know, going to be a great tool for them. I just wanted to add one thing that I see here. I, I believe that collectively we're going to have a very aggressive price. Yeah. And I believe that the days are going to be long gone of the $50,000 integration fees to open oh. a port. Yeah, you know? no, that's I mean, insane. Like, yeah. I, these were some of the numbers quoted to practices back in the day. Oh, you want to do that? You want to have demographic data push? Oh, it's going to be twenty five thousand. I mean, yeah. These are these are crazy numbers. Yeah, you but, know? but they're and, realistic. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know it's funny. Like the and I've only been in obviously the uh, you know EMR 
world for the last two years because before that I was in school and, and med school and so on. But then, like, what, the things that I have like, like don't even think about or think are completely unreasonable are, are like, the norms in this industry, it seems. Like, things like a $25,000 integration fee. It's like, how much work did it take a programmer? 15 minutes. Oh, well, okay. Like, is exactly. that necessary? Like, no. Right. Like, you yeah, got to so, open a port 25,000, right? Yeah. yeah. So, like, and like for us. How and, does that and, make sense? Yeah. Both of our companies, I feel, is very good at, like, pricing us ourselves in the new world, I like to call it, of, like, Netflix and Hulu and, like, all these, exactly. like, cloud-based systems that are just a monthly subscription and you call it a day. So, you know, I think that, I think the price is going to be something that, that that's going to be good for ophthalmologists in yeah. the future. I think that the fact that you have such a focus by both Glacial, MD Prospects, and iMedic were on this field. I think this is one of the first situations where we literally have that kind of focus, and it's not 1% of the EMR's total revenue. Right. You know, uh, because they're used to serving hospital organizations, you know. Yeah. Uh, we have a very customized uh, ear to what the ophthalmologists need. <laughs> yeah. And I believe both companies share the philosophy that if one of our clients needs it, we will build it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, and, and we always try and, you know, you know, I personally would go out of my way for physicians to make sure that they have, like, the most streamlined workflow. And that's why our system is so adaptable because it, it you know, has caveats for all of them. So, and, and, and both of us being focused on ophthalmology and from there also, like, even, you know, not just the clinic but the surgery centers, it's, this is going to be a huge win-win for everybody. So, uh, you know, another part of the story is, you know, how what drove you to want to partner with Glacial and MD Prospects, and, and, and when did you first kind of kind of say, hey, you know, this might be a good thing? Well, uh, actually, uh, down uh, at uh, last year's or, yeah last year's uh, Caribbean Eye meeting, uh, the CSE meeting, um, I saw you and Michael Malley speak, and uh, and Karen as well, right? Yeah. And yeah, and. Uh, you guys were speaking about um, increasing your referrals, increasing your leads, and uh, I was giving a talk. Uh, we were the next talk, actually. Uh, it was myself and uh, Brett Chambers, who is a, a cybersecurity expert, and uh, I turned to him and said, these guys stole half of our stuff, and uh, I'm like, they're not going to be excited about this because I was going to say, like, hey, like, your EMR like, should be able to do some of this stuff. Um, and you guys, or like, if not, then no matter what, you guys should be doing these things at your practice and you guys were already talking about it. So uh, then afterwards, like when you guys were done, I was like, first off, these guys seem to know exactly what we're, that what where the industry's heading because that's exactly what we think. So like, let's get their cards. And I got Michael Malley's, and then I got yours, and then eventually we put everything together. And once we actually started talking, we set, we saw exactly how we service our customer base, and from there it's been great. Well, hopefully this year we won't steal your thunder. Yes. Yeah. Maybe no, you sorry. guys can we're, go first. We're doing a totally, <laughs> totally different talk now, like just to make sure. Like <laughs> you, you, you mentioned something there, though, that I don't want to skip over because it's very important. Yep. And you know, Michelle Pelletier at Glacial is just you know really um, you know into the topic of cybersecurity, right? And she's you know constantly researching HIPAA things, and you know making our entire staff you know do compliance testing and watch videos and. You know, I think we're going to be even in a situation where we're going to – I think we're going to basically be moving our form system to a totally HIPAA-compliant, actually um, insurance policy-based kind of approach where, you know, everything is very protected. Right. Uh, we take it very seriously. Um, and um, you obviously know way more about <laughs> that stuff than I do. But um, tell me a little bit about the – what you guys have to go through on the cybersecurity level, because I know my customers want to make sure that if they're dealing with a cloud-based application, that 
this is actually very secure. And, 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 and from what I understand, it can even be more secure cloud versus local. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah, yeah, no problem. Uh, you know, and I'm not going to tell you just personally how much I have to do with this. Um, my, my, uh, as I told you about my father's background, so what he told me, just very, very quickly, he, what he told me was, whatever you do, Anish, don't go, don't go work with computers. Don't go work in IT. Um, so I went to med school, and now here I am working in the EMR company. Uh, he told my brother the same thing. Uh, so my brother went to law school, and he is now a data privacy lawyer. So uh, you guys just can't get away from IT. No, yeah, I know. He just, he just, he. We did not listen to him. But so going into this, um, so for all these HIPAA regulations and everything else, um, they're ever evolving, and um, having. Uh, you know, your network getting compromised is unbelievably easy. Somebody at your front desk could open an email that has something in it that can spread throughout your network like wildfire. I mean, recently everybody's been talking about ransomware. It gets on one computer, it just spreads and spreads and spreads and spreads. And if you have a, a server on that network, eventually it could hit that, lock everything down, and your entire system's destroyed. Now, with the cloud, A, it can't jump to that because it will just stay in your internal networks. But then on top of that, like with cloud security, um, it's a completely different world. Like these data centers, like you have to go through like, uh, I always use a very deep reference of if anybody's seen Mission Impossible Rogue Nation, how you get to the servers is literally that is the steps. They take all your fingerprints. You can't have anything on you. You go in, you do the whole airport security scan just to even get access to a box. Um, and a lot of people don't know about all the HIPAA regulations that you bring up. Like, there's so many rules. Like, you have to have it in a locked room, and the server has to be in a cage. It has to be only accessed this many times a day. There's a log of it and all this. So, like, and, you know, I've gone into some practices that have converted from other systems to us, and they had, like, the server, like, under the desk. Like, you know, like. How is that more secure than, yeah, like, walls of underground servers yeah <laughs> and and like and look at like uh like you know if anybody uses like gmail or facebook or you know like any any like any of these websites that like you know when you upload things to them like where do they go like you know dropbox google drive like like the cloud storage is the way that things are going to go to and that that it, it's it's the only it's way it's gonna happen it, it has to happen there's like uh, unless like everybody wants an email server and a you know calendar server and everything else in their office so let's back up a little bit because I want to make sure all of our you know clients understand exactly what the cloud is. Can you just define what the cloud is really quickly? Yeah, so really it's just a network of servers outside of your practice, outside of your building, you know. So um, and you can deliver services from there. So you don't like basically the the application's running on the server, but you are just accessing it, and you don't have to a use any computing power, and b it's always running. So it, it's not like it's it's dependent on anything. So yeah. think about it in that regard. And then again, again, I always use those examples of websites like Google or Gmail, Facebook, Yahoo, whatever. Thanks a lot. So a lot of our clients also, like when they hear about the cloud, they worry about, oh, you know, what if our internet connection goes down and we have that redundancy? What's the, what's the um, iMedicware stance on that situation? Well, so... Uh, if your internet goes down, your internet goes down. I mean, I've you know a lot of people have said that to me, and then you know sometimes I'm saying, okay, keep one iPad that around that has uh you know the uh, 4G LTE connectivity or something, just for worst case scenario if your internet goes down. But how often does it go down? Uh, if it doesn't go down that often, then really it's not a big deal. Now on our side, the cloud servers themselves. Those don't go down because there is a redundant cloud server and there's also a disaster recovery server that are running. So 
You don't have to worry about that. All you have to worry about is having some sort of internet access. And to be honest, I've been in some practices where they've hotspotted from their phone, and it's and it's faster than even their normal Wi-Fi. So, you know, that's great. So, is it safe to say that you guys take a lot of caution with backups and making sure nothing gets lost in terms of patient records and everything? And um, tell me a little bit about what you guys do on that level. Oh, 100%. So uh, we have it set for every six hours. So every six hours, um, it gets backed up to the um, uh, redundant server and then the da- disaster recovery. And the d- redundant servers and the disaster recovery servers are in two different areas of the country compared to the normal data center. So um, you know, one's in Dallas, one's in New York, one's in uh, Arizona. So it d- there's never any... Issues. Have you ever had to uh, pull something from a backup server? Um, when people have messed things up and deleted things? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, and you're there to do it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I we, mean, it happens. Sometimes we got to go to a backup. I yeah. Mean, I mean, I mean it's yeah. probably not a month go by, goes by at Glacial where we got to go to a backup at some point. Yeah. Um, and we, we keep a log of those backups, which is good. So, I mean, like, it's happened, like, you know, we've had somebody, like, delete an entire, like, facility from, like, their, their, their settings and stuff like that. And, like, we just restored it and make it easier rather than redo the whole thing. So, Well, super. Let's say somebody's, um, you know, they're very interested in, um, you know, changing EMR, um, MD prospects, and um, they, they, they might have the question of, you know, what kind of support do you provide? And um, I was just wanted to kind of ask you the question of, you know, what does it typically look like? from the iMedicware standpoint, and then I can, you know, kind of add what our plan is. Yeah, so um, for us, we have a uh, 24-7 online support portal where people can, like, you know, A, find, like, guides and videos and, like, submit trouble tickets or questions or whatever, and those get, like, instantly triaged by, like, an on-call person if it's outside normal office hours. But uh, normal office hours are from 8 in the morning till 6 at night Eastern time, and um, it's funny because, like, we're a technology company, yet the one thing we don't do is have any automation in our phone system. So we literally have three uh, receptionists who are just round-robin. You talk to somebody instantly. And that's great. it goes either yeah. a level one, two, or three um, support person. So that's good. I hope all of our customers really like that response. Yep. Um, we, we plan to have um, full support. Uh, we plan to have different training manuals. Yep. Uh, Michelle's already written a few of them. Um, and we're also going to be offering additional, like, on-site support right. in the event that they would want to train three or four people at one time. Michelle would come down, and she would be willing to kind of, you know, take everybody through the, the process of MD Prospects training. Um, you know, as you know, MD Prospects is a it's a piece of software that's been literally eight years in the making <laughs> of yeah. ophthalmology practices telling us what they need. Right. So – Maybe we overbuilt it. <laughs> you know, it's got a lot of features. And so what we I usually say is don't get hung up in using all of the 12 to 13 main features of the product. Learn three of them, you know, and learn them really well. You know, and if that's going to be using it for the task management and the autoresponders, great, because that's going to help you get more patients into the, into the surgery, you know, center. So, um, but if a staff wants help with it or even if someone's a year down the road on it, they don't feel comfortable still, she can come out at that particular point. We've had we, she's done it probably three or four times already. That, right. that that service is available if somebody wants that. Yeah, we we do the same thing. It, it's called our efficiency surveys, and that's exactly you know, and you know, that's ex- we echo the same thing. So, um, you know, when people do need that and they need to kind of you know, even if they're just getting more and more comfortable with the software, and they do, you know, let's say they do know, you know. 
taking uh, you know uh, what you were saying about like let's say they know three or four of like the MD prospects you know uh, software, but now they want to know about the next three or four. You know, and that's and e- same right. with the EHR. They have one workflow down, but they really want to speed that up. And we are more than happy to go out there and, and do the same thing. Great. Um, what are some of the struggles um, that you've seen at the practice level with um, practices managing their leads and getting that to convert from the lead status through this consult and to, to the actual surgery? What are, what are some of the struggles you think they've had? I think that uh, a lot of them, it's, it's about follow-up and it's about making sure like what is a good lead and what is not a good lead and then making sure that like they're always all followed up with in a timely way to make sure that you know they, they are kept really organized because uh and and then also getting that feedback from the practice itself seeing where you know these good leads are coming from more than where they aren't coming from and i think that organization is a lot of times like something that people have a hard time with um in the practice side what would you say to someone that was considering um getting a new emr what would you say to them before they made their purchasing decision um about um, iMedicWare in this particular integration? Um, I, w- I would say to A, talk to some of our customers, and B, I would also say um, to look what's out there and see if it can meet all those needs, if it could even check off all those boxes. Because I think that a lot of times, you know, they might say, uh, other companies might say they'd be able to do something similar, but the reason why this is such a big deal for us to come together to do something like this is because no one offers the, the no one offers it. Yeah, no one offers yeah. it the the services that we give. I mean, mm-hmm. even just alone, our two platforms, um, you know, I know for a fact our EHR and practice management, and I know for a fact uh, MD Prospects um, both offer unique um, you know features that no other either EHR or lead tracking system have. And Absolutely. them coming together is something that you know they can go out there and people and you know sales reps will tell them whatever they want to tell them, but there's definitely no way that they're going to be able to match up to what we have, for sure. Uh, I'm glad you, you know, um, elaborated on the technical components of that because I, I completely agree with you. And sometimes it's even hard to kind of communicate all of these these technological advances that the, the two systems have together. It's, yeah. It can be challenging. It is, yeah. And it can be difficult for the average practice person to understand all the power. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, you know what I like better? I like the fact that our values align. Right. And I think a big thing is a lot of practices put blind faith in these companies and they get down the road with it and they're like, well, that sales rep told me it did all these things and it hasn't done any of it. Right. How many times have you heard that from a practice? A lot. I mean, I hear that all the time and I don't even sell EMR. Yeah. You know, uh, I bet. Yeah. But like the thing is, is like if, if Glacial says we're going to do something, we're going to A, know if we can do it. Yeah. <laughs> And B, we're going to do exactly what we say. That's why we've been in business for 16 years. You right. Know? And, that's, and we feel the – and you know what? We literally echo that exact same sentiment because, like, I can't walk into a situation and, you know, look somebody in the face and say, you know, our software can do X, Y, and Z and unless it does exactly X, Y, and Z because then the problem will come that, like, A, op- and you know this as well from being just entrenched in ophthalmology – it is a small community, yeah. and we, you know, if I talk to one physician, I know that all the other physicians are most likely by tomorrow are going to know it. So, like, I, I, you know, and I don't think a lot of these companies that you know have ophthalmology as like you know one of their side revenue streams when they, really they care about hospitals or whatever else. I don't think they get that. No. I don't think they know that about the space, and that's why I think they struggle and their people just say whatever they want. 
Yeah. It's 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 absolutely crazy. Yeah. You know what what's happened um you know with EMR to date. Right. Um so this is just great stuff. Really happy to have this integration going on. Um we're on the on the eve of oh not on the eve but you know we're about a month away from the um, American Academy of Ophthalmology meeting that's going to be hosted this year in Chicago. And uh, let's talk a little bit about what people can do um, if they want to learn more. Yeah, so um, I think that one of the things that uh, they could do is uh, just go to you know our website. If they go to iMedicWare.com, we actually have a button on there where um, they can arrange a live uh, demo at the uh, AAO convention. They just put in whatever time works for them, and um, they can request both uh, EMR, EMR and EPM, um, surgery center software, optical, and or, or they can uh, also uh, ask to see the integration between MD Prospects and iMedicWare. And I know we're going to have an event at our booth as well um, on Sunday. Yes. Yeah. I, be- I believe it's 2 o'clock. Yeah. yeah. Sunday, 2 o'clock. Um, be there. And then, uh, yeah, that, that's when uh, we're going to have uh, you know, a full display of the integration uh, between the two systems um, You know, for people who don't arrange times on top of that. So, yeah. so Michelle is, uh, from uh, from MD Prospects is also going to be present, and she's actually going to spend most of her time in the iMedicWare booth. Actually, yeah, yeah um, we have a we have a workstation just for her. Yeah, so you know anybody that wants to come meet Michelle, um, wants to pick her brain about you know um, what the integration looks like, if they have specific questions that are very relative to their particular practice, she's going to do everything she can to explain that to you as, to them as well. Yeah, and that's going to be at booth uh, 3574 at uh, at the AEO 2016. So 3574, come down, and then anytime if anybody wants to see the integration, we are going to have a workstation up so they could see that as well. Great. Well, thank you very much, Dr. Anish Kapoor. Very exciting getting to do this podcast and, and, and work with you guys. Uh, I want to thank you again for being being on this with me today. I know. I really appreciate you uh, inviting me, and uh, I'm really excited about this. And I think uh, a lot of people are going to see really the fruits of our labor soon and uh, be you know, just as excited about it. Excellent. Well, stay tuned for more um, podcasts coming out from Glacial and uh, more information on this side, Medicware and MD Prospects integration. Thank you for listening to the Glacial Multimedia Podcast Series. For more information in regards to future podcasts or services discussed, please visit www.glacial.com or call us at 207-878-5900.